Hey guys, welcome to the DL podcast where we uncover everything that's kept on the DL. Today you have me, Olivia Rubin, and my fellow podcast member, Delia Caulfield, and we are going to unravel the secrets hidden within the classic movie uh, produced in 1987, Dirty Dancing. So Delia, do you mind just giving us like a little summary of the movie to start us off? Yeah, so Dirty Dancing takes place in 1963, although it was filmed around 20 years later, but it takes place at the Mountain Lake Lodge, um, which is in New York. And um, it starts with the whole Houseman family taking a vacation to the Mountain Lake Lodge and they're really good friends with the owner and they're really excited to start their summer vacation. And in that family, um, you have the two daughters, Baby and Lisa, and the whole plot is kind of centered around Baby. Um, She's the protagonist in this. And um, one of the main things that this makes this lodge really special is they have a really great dance program. And that's led by the two characters, characters, Johnny and Penny. Um, And they have gone on to perform at many other hotels in the area and they perform at the lodge um, and they're really popular. But soon after, um, it's discovered that Penny is pregnant with um, the child of Robbie, who's one of the Ivy League servers that works there. And they're kind of encouraged to flirt with all the daughters that go there. um, And he refuses to take responsibility. So she's kind of left on her own and in an attempt to raise money to get her to a doctor. Baby goes to her father. Oh, yeah. baby. Yeah, yes, yeah, baby goes to her father, my bad, for a penny. Um, and then he gets the money. But um, in return, it's on the same day that Johnny and Penny have to perform. So baby has to learn how to dance. So she learns how to dance with Johnny. And then over time, they start a budding romance. And then they yeah. start to get closer. And then that mostly leads to the end when there's a little bit of I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but yeah, um, let's just say she, she improves a lot and they grow a lot closer and it's, it's a really interesting story. Yeah, I think you got to make it abundantly clear though that Baby is not a good dancer at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's like one of the funniest opening scenes when they uh, go to like the secret dance club where all the workers are and oh, yeah. she cannot dance. And honestly, I can't blame her because I can't dance either, but mm-hmm. it, it's a little sad at first. Yeah. But she turns a leaf because, mm-hmm. I mean, Johnny's like one of the best dancers out there in the yeah. movie. And back to that club, I mean, that's a pretty controversial issue. Like a lot of people, I don't think the staff know about it initially. And then because it's a new style of dance. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit provocative and it's dirty I, dancing, if yeah, you will. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> the title. But um, yeah, I think that definitely is one of the reasons why, you know, we see a huge shift in baby. Yeah. Um, and her like desire to learn how to dance and how like hard work really can help you turn around. And by the end of the movie, I mean, we can see that she's really improved. But yeah, yeah, I mean, this movie, I think it addresses more than just, you know, learning how to dance and going away on summer vacation. It really brings light to a lot of important issues throughout history. And one of which has to do with Penny when she received an illegal abortion throughout the course of the film. Yeah, so it's it's very interesting because it's very subtle. And I was reading an article about the film where it says that, like, I mean, obviously during this time, Roe v. Wade had not been addressed by the Supreme Court, and so abortions were illegal. 
And I mean, it just kind of goes in very subtle details that Johnny's like cousin starts talking about, like the dirty knives and the folding tables, all the doctor had to work with. And the article I was reading kind of discusses how that was such a bold move by the director to put that out there because at the time only 40% of the country like thought abortion should be legal. And like to us nowadays, that's like crazy because I mean, we have Roe v. Wade and all the others, some controversy with it right now. Like it's still an act and it's very, like a very much a turning point in the movie too, because baby goes to her father asking for $250, which, you know, is a lot then. And, she asks him without really any explanation and he kind of questions her at first but then he's like you know what i trust you and literally asks her like is this for anything illegal and you, you kind of sit there while watching it you're like oh no and then she just kind of like is like oh of course dad like no i wouldn't do that he's like oh i shouldn't have even asked and then she uses the money penny at first doesn't accept it which is kind of surprising considering her situation but johnny kind of reminds her like hey <laughs> let's take this like offer and so she helps her out and does the dance in place of her and at first johnny is not very for it considering he saw how bad of a dancer she was <laughs> but i mean it's kind of their last resort and penny goes through has the abortion and we see afterwards like the complications of that of the dirty knife and the folding mm-hmm. table, which they don't ever really say what happened, mm-hmm. but obviously you can see that she's in a lot of distress and that's when baby kind of has to tell the truth to her dad because he is a doctor and he can help her and he does willingly so. And But afterwards, I mean, there's a lot of backlash from her dad, which becomes like a little like side story mm-hmm. to the main topic. Yeah, agreed. And I think that was probably one of the bravest moves in my opinion, the baby did throughout yeah. the entire movie, and maybe it's a little bit underappreciated, but, um, I mean, I feel like it took a lot of guts for her to go to her dad, especially because, like, yes, he is a doctor and he could help, but um, especially lying to him once, and then that kind of um, creates a rift between them for the rest of the movie. Like, he wants to leave the lodge early. Um, it tells her to stay away from Johnny and Penny. Um, so, yeah, I think that was definitely one of the bravest things she did, um, but also is very necessary penny yeah 100 percent. and i think the biggest thing to realize in that is that i think everyone that was watching the film back then kind of expected the dad to be mad at her because she helped penny get an abortion but he wasn't mad about the abortion he was more upset that she lied to him and that she was hanging out with a group that be associated with like having a lot of difficulty like and doing some sketchy things and i mean in all honesty like they aren't that bad but he just doesn't know that he judges them by their appearance and that's really significant because during the time I mean it would have been more detrimental to be like dad I helped my friend get an abortion but no he's like you ran off with a boy how dare you baby Mm -hmm. I think it's funny that her name's baby like (laughs) but I think her real name is like Francis which I'm like that is the most random thing I know I mean they're pretty polar opposite baby and Francis yeah I'm like, it could have been like Francesca or something. <laughs> nope, Francis. And then to even get into like about Lisa and Robbie, which is a whole other like little side story. I mean, and Robbie's the one that's kind of responsible for Penny's, you oh, know, yeah. distress. And yes. he very blatantly like just so brash about it. Mm-hmm. And my favorite part is when they're in like the little dining room and baby takes the glass of water and just throws it at him yeah. and everyone's just like what happened no, i mean favorite character robbie yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> no but yeah and i think that relates back to um a lot of the current issues surrounding 
reproductive rights and kind of like males role in that because you know there's a lot of um talk about how it should be equal responsibility um when i mean in actuality you know i feel like there's a huge there's a huge margin between the responsibility of women and men in that situation and you know robbie's actions in this movie just kind of show that a lot of men find a way to kind of escape that fate for them when the women are the ones who have to deal with this and that's one of the big um arguments against overturning Roe v. Wade, which yeah. is something those documents have been kind of leaked as of recently. Um, but yeah, I think a main thing that people who identify as, you know, pro-life, they kind of, I like side with the fact that, I don't know, that it should be equal responsibility. But yeah. in actuality, that's kind of unrealistic. Um, yeah, why don't we, now that we've kind of eased into the episode, why don't we kind of jump into like the heavy stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a couple Supreme Court cases that kind of have to do with the movie. We have obviously Roe v. Wade. We have Griswold v. Connecticut, Einstead versus the board, and Planned Parenthood versus Casey, which uh, most of these kind of happened after the movie was filmed. And I think it's kind of interesting that the movie wasn't published, would you say? Like, I don't yeah, know. Well, it took place. Like, yeah, it yeah, took I place mean, back then, yeah, but then I wasn't mean, published for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I think that kind of has to do with kind of all the change that happened within that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first one, the first of the Supreme Court cases that took hold was Griswold versus Connecticut. And that was just saying that, like, specifically married couples have the right to have privacy regarding the decisions about, like, having children. And, oh, in the court ruled that they had no right to ban, like, various forms of, like, birth control. And, mm-hmm. Like, all these, like, summer flings are happening and everything and you know, you see them all, like, dirty dancing or whatever, but you have to take into account, like, they don't have, like, birth control, they don't have condoms, like, it's just, like, a free-for-all, and I think they kind of hint at that when um, it's, like, Baby and Lisa, they're, like, up in their room, and she's, like, saying how she's gonna, like, spend the night with Robbie, and Baby's, like, no, 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 don't do that. (laughs) Lisa's, like, screw you. (laughs) But he ends up like sleeping with one of like the wives or something stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's just it's it's crazy to think about because we have all these things nowadays, but like they Mm -hmm. just didn't have that back then. Yeah. I mean, another case that I think is really important noting is Planned Parenthood v. Casey, which was um, in 1992. And I didn't know this for a while, but um, what this case entails is that women do not need the approval or consent from their partner. Um, or like the father of the unborn child to get an abortion, which honestly, I mean, that's kind of baffling to me that that was only passed in the 90s. And I didn't, again, I didn't know about this case for a long time. And I feel like this is just, I I feel like it's too recent. I mean, this this is only 30 years ago. Like, I feel like when it's the opposite, it's much easier for a male to make the decision to kind of opt, choose, I I guess like opt out. But then it's, it's not the same for women. So I'm, I was really surprised to learn about that. I mean, it's good that that passed. Obviously, yeah, but, exactly. Um, We're not complaining about it, but it could have been yeah, sooner. Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, back to, I guess, the current situation surrounding abortion. I mean, it's tough. It's hostile. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I feel like, you know, in a way, you know, it's setting us back hundreds of years, um, especially okay. because this case is, I mean, it's not that new. I mean, it happened, I don't know, like, 50, yeah, 1973, ago. yeah. But, um, I mean, still, it's still fresh in comparison to other ones, and I feel like we were taking steps in the right direction, and, yeah. you know, again, there's still a huge... 
it's so much bigger than just abortion rights too. I mean, like Roe v. Wade was just such a fundamental like Supreme Court case that kind of just like opened the door to like women having rights in general. I mean, obviously they could vote and everything, but not having the rights to control your own body, like that's yeah. that's kind of outrageous. And I mean, obviously I'm a little biased because mm-hmm. I think women should have the choice, yeah. but and I think that the whole argument, I don't want to get too much into like the yeah. politics, but mm-hmm. I think the whole argument of like separation of church and state, like mm-hmm. you got to bring it here. Like if you're going to apply it everywhere else, it can't be just like a weird double standard that you only hold to one area, not the other. My whole thing is like, if you don't want it, don't do it. Yeah, like, you can't exactly. take it away from others. Yeah, I feel like that's a common misconception with the whole pro-life versus pro-choice debate yeah. because I think the misconception is that if you're pro-choice, then you're pro-abortion, and you know, no yeah. one, no one is pro-abortion. That's never a first resort. Yeah. Um, and I don't think anyone ever. That's never something that's planned. Yeah. Because it is. I mean, I, I wouldn't know, and I hope that you know, I'll never, you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. make that tough decision, but it's like that, I mean, I can only imagine that she's with you for the rest of your life, and it's not only tolling on your body, but it's also tolling on you mentally, and 100%. it's such, I can't even imagine, but yeah, I feel like the misconception is that, like, you can be pro-choice, but not get an abortion. Yeah, like, I mean, that the thing yeah. is, it's pro-choice, like, that's yeah. literally in the name, yeah. which drives me nuts, because people mm-hmm. are like, oh, you're just gonna go kill children, I'm like, that's not the, the idea, yeah. like, that's, that's way too, yeah. like, dramatized yeah. and everything, and I think you kind of see, like, the real-life consequences of this through um, Penny, because she went, got an abortion abortion, and if uh, baby's dad hadn't been there, like, mm-hmm. she probably would have died, like, yeah. she was very sick, and I mean, I was kind of, like, just looking on social media, and like on Instagram, and there's all these like informational posts. And it's like women don't just get an abortion because they don't want to have a kid. Like sometimes it's health things like they physically cannot mm-hmm. um, bear a child. And like, and there's just so many other medical things. I mean, don't quote me because I'm not a doctor, but <laughs> like that I was reading about that. Like I never really thought of that. But there's so many like different medical terms that like is considered an abortion, but not like ideally what like society thinks an abortion yeah. is. It's crazy that yeah. that would even be thought of removing that. Yeah, and I mean, another common misconception is that like from those who are in favor of overturning it, you know, ending this, it's just gonna stop it all together. But it's not. I mean, in actuality, no way. I mean, if the thing is like, if you want to get an abortion and like you need to make you're that gonna choice, get one. you're gonna get one. Yeah. But the thing is, it's all about safe access. Exactly. Not, it's not gonna be a safe procedure. You're not gonna have know very qualified doctors who know what they're doing it's going to be kind of suspicious and yeah you're not going to know if you're safe so maybe it'll discourage people from receiving them but i think i think a lot of people will continue to receive them but it'll be dangerous and they won't be protected and i just i think i mean i don't know i'm relating this to another issue but kind of like the maybe this is me going off on a tangent but just like the legalization of marijuana in massachusetts like yeah a lot, yeah. I think a lot of people who are opposed to that parents who didn't want their kids to get it or other people. Yeah. But the thing is, again, with that, as relating back to abortion. Population-wise, like, I mean, there's more families of color in, that live in poverty and aren't going to have the resources to get an abortion. Like, and the whole argument is, well, it's not going to be legal in every state or like, it's not going to be legal in every state. So just go to a different one. Not everyone can afford that. Like, that's yeah. just such an outrageous exactly. argument. And 
I think it's just crazy that that has to be the last resort. I mean, some people like in Texas live like 100 miles from the hospital yeah. or mm -hmm. somewhere that's going to be able to provide that kind of care. Mm -hmm. Like I, we kind of get lost in like the whole like Wayland Boston atmosphere because everything is right like at our disposal. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, like I mean, you could literally like you drive down like Route 9, there's like six different hospitals and like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. everything. But you know some people don't have that and i think yeah, you have to kind of put it into perspective but not not to get too heavy on the topic yeah. maybe let's switch to something a little more light yeah um but i've been dying to ask you this like what was your favorite part of the movie i know it's such a poor conversation but my favorite part of the movie hmm. i mean maybe this is like cliche i really do enjoy the end dancing scene yeah time of my life um but also, I really enjoy the scenes of them preparing for the dance, like yeah. especially the first one, um, because yes, it's like the classic like montage, yeah. of learning something new <laughs> that we see in like most movies these yeah. days, and especially back then. But um, he's just like so fed up with her because she can't learn the yeah. dance. I mean, I just think it has a great message. I mean, it shows great, like a really great work ethic, and you know, baby's really putting putting everything else aside to be selfless in order to help Penny. And I think, you know, this is a selfless action that, you know, benefits, I mean, Penny did get an illegal abortion, but in yeah. the end, I mean, her, like, you know, Penny- it's the whole group, I mean. Yeah, I mean, baby's father was able, like, able to help her, but, you know, in the end, you know, it was able to bring baby and Johnny together. I mean, baby learned how to dance. Like, she she was pretty dance. good at it too. So, I mean, I just really liked the whole, how they incorporated dancing in mm -hmm. with heavy topics such as abortion. Yeah. Because I think it's a really important issue to discuss, and I'm really glad that this film did it, even though you know, the screenwriter got a little bit of backlash for it. But I think kind of mixing it in with another storyline, like, honestly, issues surrounding abortion is kind of like the catalyst for yeah. the rest of this movie. And I think that that was a really... I think that was a really smart move by the writers yeah. and I think one that often is overlooked because most people tend to focus on the other parts of the movie more. No, I think I'm glad that you brought that up because the director, Eleanor Bergstein, kind of simply states what you said. She said, if you add dancing, beautiful a beautiful bond, maybe you'll change somebody's mind about mm -hmm. what they assumed before. That just kind of relates to the whole idea that like you have to kind of camouflage the big message mm -hmm. so that people kind of get the full picture and come to the conclusion on themselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. I had a ton of fun talking oh, yeah, to you. Oh yeah, me too. Thank you so much for talking with me, Liv. Thank for... you for doing the podcast. Hopefully on the next episode, we'll catch a different movie. Yes. Talk about some more oh, yeah. topics on the DL. Oh yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye.